0: Hey ladies, Brave Enough is here to remind you that you're not alone and that you have the strength to be brave enough for one more day. And welcome back to another episode of Brave Enough. Today, we are going to be talking about uh, missing the norm. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. (laughs) So we've all heard it. I just can't wait to get back to normal. When will things be normal again? When things are back to normal, you've heard different versions of this same phrase over and over again. Um, And slowly but surely, that statement has been shifted into statements more like the new norm. I know you've heard it. Um, I don't know about you, but every time I hear that phrase, I'm just like. "Uh." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the question, the conversation today, what about your life has been forced to find a new norm? Is it work? going virtually, having to set up your house, have printers, create a space in your house so that you can work, trying to figure out how to be on a phone conversation without your kids in the background. Has it been school, homeschooling? How many of you ever thought that you would be homeschooling your kids? Yeah, pretty wild. Um, Or if you yourself are in school, you're now doing everything virtually. There is no professor for you to go and meet with and work through things or just, just the enjoy of being in a classroom with other people. Socializing. That's an obvious big one. Mm -hmm. I mean, what about your socialization has changed? Um, What norm is different now? Mm -hmm. What are you missing Uh, from your norms? (laughs) (laughs) Movies. I know I talked about that one. Concerts, Mm -hmm. sporting events, Uh, dinner out. (laughs) A really simple one. Visiting family. That was a big one for me. All of the above. Yeah. Yeah. In my house... We are missing Mm -hmm. our happy place. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Yep. You guessed it. It is Disneyland. Um, Disneyland means so much to us in our household. Um, And I'm going to go into it. I'm sure I've shared this story in the past, but I'm going to share it again. Um, Marley was three and a half years old Mm -hmm. when we went for our first visit um i was freshly out of a very bad marriage um i had managed to get myself moved to arizona we were trying to etch our way in the world trying to figure out how this was all going to work i was still to- or still struggling with the whole idea of had i made the wrong decision should i be there can i make it on my own you know just all the questions that we all go through when we make a decision a life altering decision like that um so I had gone to California to go visit a friend that I had been friends with in Texas, and we were there for their birthday party. And on the drive home, one way or another, I was going to figure out a way to have the Disneyland experience because Disney's always been pretty special to me. and I just felt like Marley yes. was that age and I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, begging, uh, what's that saying? You steal from Peter and beg from, I don't know. There's an old say. there's a saying like that, but I was going to do whatever it took to figure out how to get the money to get there. And I did. And we went. And the first time that we walked in the main gates of Disneyland, I cannot put words to the description. Mm -hmm. It was an overwhelming sense of calm, of peace. Um, I instantly started crying. I was just, I finally felt like I could do it, Mm -hmm. that my girl and I could handle this, um, that we, you know, and that we could find pure joy in the process. That trip, holds a very special place in my heart. We had an excellent time on that trip. And I had done, you know, I knew I couldn't afford all the extras. I knew I couldn't do the autograph books and I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. So I had spent endless weeks making a homemade um, scrapbook for her. And I remember the pure joy on her face when the wow. characters would ask her where she got a book like that because I had put each character on the page and I had tied ribbons to it. and It was this whole big deal. That trip made Disneyland our happy place. Yes. Now, since that visit, we've obviously been many times, you guys have heard Mm -hmm. about several of them. Yeah. And every single time it's a new awe, it's a new joy, it's a new thing. I put everything aside and it goes back to that podcast I've done before about being fully present. And this is one of those places where I can do that because it means as much to me as it does to her. And we just completely are 100% with each other on those trips we've done Halloween trips. That's become an annual for us. And I know I've talked about this on a podcast where we we go, we go every year, we pick out our costumes so that they're Halloween themed. And it's again, the first Halloween trip we did, I knew we were never going to miss the Halloween trip again. And it was, we, if you've ever been to Disneyland, there's a spot where it's the, it's the river where they've got the boats at. That whole thing was nothing but fog and steam rolling off the water. And mm. the dead Dans, which are normally the Dapper Dans, were floating on a thing out in the water singing. And the lights in the park, there were pumpkins everywhere. I mean, this park transformed into something completely different. We've done birthday trips. Um, we went pretty much annually. Um, there was one year that we missed because of a play that she was in. But we've gone, and again, we go, I always make something special about that trip. So normally it was the Bippity Boppity Boutique or... I remember there was one trip my parents went with us and it was her birthday and I couldn't, I didn't want to do a dinner reservation because of, you know, all the different things that we were doing. So I did a breakfast reservation because I figured that would be on our way in. We could just start slow, but I had a cake (laughs) delivered for breakfast. So, um, so it was like, and my dad made the joke that only in Disneyland can you have cake for breakfast. And (laughs) sugar rush in the morning. (laughs) Um, We've done run Disney. Uh, I don't know how many of you are familiar with that, but they are uh, Disney themed races where you can run a 5k a 10 K they have normally have where you package them all together. You can do a half marathon. There's just all kinds of really fun things with that. And that is literally, I kid you not, the first run I did was a 10 K and I was running through the opening of uh, the castle as the sun was rising. That is the coolest experience I could possibly imagine. Can't imagine. So all of that to say um, in 2020, things obviously looked vastly different. We had had a trip planned for January for her birthday, as we always do, but she had been sick for a week and missed school. And so I postponed the trip until February. February rolled around and we ended up moving it because she didn't want to miss her best friend's birthday. So we pushed it back to March. And because we had pushed it back twice, I was going to make this a big deal. I was going to do, I had made all the reservations. We were going to all our favorite spots. I had gotten um, a VIP pass to see the brand new parade that had just come out. I had plans to go to the boutique because we were gonna be celebrating her birthday late and we were also celebrating something that happened in my life as well that was a pretty big deal. We were going all the perks, we were so stoked. However, (laughs) one week prior to leaving, we were actually in the studio recording a podcast when the news came down that Disneyland was closing its doors. That was just devastating for us because we hadn't been since October. And like I said, that's when I check out from work, I check out from everything, I literally put everything on hold when we go to Disneyland so now what? (laughs) So we tried to get our fix by doing virtual visits. And I'm sure you guys have heard of like, you know, you can virtually tour uh, Buckingham palace and you can virtually tour this. They did the same thing with Disneyland. You can go and you could walk through the park or you could ride a specific ride. We tried, I mean, we did all the things and I thought, you know, this is just, just until the end of the summer, just until the end of the summer, we're going to go fast forward several months, still no Disneyland, (laughs) you know? So we decided that right before school, we were going to make a trip regardless of whether or not Disneyland was open. We're going to go to San Diego. We're going to do our thing. By that time, downtown Disney had opened up. So we got some serious retail therapy and we walked down downtown Disney. Um, at that point, they didn't have California Adventure open. So it was literally just the shops and the restaurants or yeah, shops and the restaurants there on downtown Disney. It wasn't the same. I'm not going to sit here and say that it was, but it was still an experience. We only went for one day that time. We did a bunch of other things while we were in San Diego. Again, back of my mind, Normal's coming back. Normal's coming back. We're gonna do Halloween. Well, the holidays started rapidly approaching, and they canceled all the Halloween um extra act- activities in Disneyland. And I you know, we were devastated. I mean, that was that was the one we absolutely won every year trip. So I tried to figure out how to make Disney happen at home. And so I went to the church um and I laid out this whole like, search and find kind of thing and it was all disney themed it was all haunted mansion i decorated the church it was it was all out still not the same we were missing mm-hmm. our norm so january rolls around still haven't been to disneyland i decided that i wanted to do something really special for her birthday that still kind of encompassed so encompassed the disneyland experience and by this time downtown disney was open um the restaurants were open or And then California Adventure was also open so that you could shop. The week before we left, (laughs) California shuts down all of the restaurants so we can't do any of the restaurant stuff. (sighs) We still went on the trip though and we actually stayed in Anaheim this time so that it could be Disney all the time if she wanted it to. And we were still close enough that we could drive to the beach and we could do other things. I was kind of blown away. I thought she wouldn't enjoy just going into downtown Disney every single day. We were there for, I think, five days and we went into downtown Disney Every single day we walked mm-hmm. to the shops, we sat on the benches, we watched people, we bought balloons, we, you know, we wore our ears. I mean, I think I, people we were even commenting, they were like, oh, we should have done that. That's such a great idea. I tried to experience Disney and the way that we always experienced Disney, even though Disney wasn't the same. We took our old norm and we found a way to make it a fun new norm. We're planning a trip again in spring break. We're gonna go for a week and we're just gonna do the same thing we probably did in January. By this time, hopefully restaurants will be open. We'll be allowed to eat on the property. Disneyland isn't the only thing that wasn't that we've lost as our normal. Um, we had, like I said, I've already gone through the list. We've lost the movies and the concerts and the dining out. So how did I make those things normal? It doesn't have to be big like Disneyland. It can be small. So for us, for movies is another big outing for us. That's another thing we do to get away. Just for a couple hours, we check out all the electronics are turned off. So how do you get that movie theater experience in your house when you've got the phones and the computers and the TV and the people and the this and the that? Well, we made a plan. We This was our movie time. We turned everything off. We went to the movie theater. We'll go to Target and we'll pick up like movie theater snacks and I'm using air quotes because you know, those little boxes you can get. That is so
1: incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like the Reese's pieces. And I even went so far one time we planned a movie night with friends and we went and picked up the gigantic bag of popcorn from Harkins. Cause even when the movie theaters Mm. were still closed, they were selling that gigantic. Yeah. Um, And it's only $5. It's a ton of popcorn though. So if you're not a popcorn person, (laughs) you may not want to do it. I bought, um, I didn't buy, I already had like these little popcorn Buckets just like they have at the movie theater, only they're not paper, they're plastic. And so it was a whole experience. I had her go and set up the pad with pillows and blankets wherever she wanted on the floor. We moved the coffee table out of the living room and we made it feel like a movie theater. We even made little tickets. You know, you had to purchase your ticket and there were stops along the way where you could stop to get your snacks and then you stop. There are ways to take your normal and make it wonderfully new. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, don't focus on the things that are bad. For concerts, we haven't actually done this, but I know people who have, they've made a whole deal out of going to YouTube and finding their favorite artist and watching. There's a lot of people who are playing live music right now and streaming it on different channels. If you can't find live, then go and find something they've recorded and make a night out of it. Order in your favorite food. Dining out. That's another example. You can't go to your favorite restaurants. But now everything is being delivered to your doorstep, or if not, you can go and pick it up. There are restaurants that you never could have done that with before that you can now. Make the point to set aside the time to have dinner out. And again, I'm using air quotes because you're not obviously going to eat in the restaurant, but you get the food, you bring it home and you sit down at the table like a family and you enjoy that time. Everything off the same way you would if you were going to a restaurant frame it so that it's no different than it was before. It just might be in a different place. I could go on and on. The one we did with my um, family for the holidays, we zoomed them in. We had them there from the time we planned it all ahead of time. And then there's other things that you can do. You can get um, online virtual games, which is what we did for Christmas. As I said, obviously Disneyland was our, is our biggie because of what makes it so special to us. And for so many that may seem foreign because Disneyland is a big thing, but your family has those things, whether it's the annual trip to go skiing or the annual trip to go to the ocean or the whatever, you have those things in your household. And because of what's been going on, the new norm, if you will, Those things have just gone away, Mm -hmm. but they haven't been replaced with something else. And that's what I want to talk about today. Yes, Disneyland doesn't look the same for us, but Disneyland doesn't have any less of a special meaning for us. So how do I bring Disneyland into my household and still have that experience with my daughter? Um, I went through some of these as suggestions, but I'm going to go through a few more. What are things that you can do to create a wonderful new normal in your house? And I, again, I don't really like the phrase new norm, um, but what are things that you can take of your old normals and make them wonderful? Get in the car and go for a drive. Yes, that's <laughs> what we do. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Well, and I know Jan's mentioned it. Go hiking. hmm. Visit places virtually if traveling's your thing. There are so many things out there right now that have gone virtual that you can go and, and experience. Um, I've gotten to see things that I probably wouldn't have seen had you know COVID not happened. Same thing I said with about the restaurant. There are some restaurants that the only way you could do is to set the time aside and go sit down. Well, now they're serving food out their doors. Create the moving theater at home kind of thing. And then the one I just said before about my family, go Zoom crazy. Um, yes. It's, I don't know if you guys have heard of Etsy, and I'm going to totally brag on Etsy right now. Um, find it if you haven't. It is a great place where it supports um, uh, people at home who are doing businesses that sell things that they make. Well, there are a ton of Etsy uh, products that are virtual games, and I've bought a ton of them. I've done them with our coworkers for uh-huh. our Christmas party. Great. Um, I did them with my family and they're cheap. They're so cheap and they're instant downloads. And you'd be surprised on how much fun you could have with your girlfriends on a Zoom night. (laughs) Uh, I think that um, the
1: key to all of this is rather than sitting in the corner with your arms folded and, and pouting, I think you just need to have a little imagination, have a little creative juices flowing so that you think of something different. Something that still can be fun, um, unique, and and I, that's just exactly who Larissa is. She is amazing. <laughs> I could call her. I haven't, but I could call her and say, "What's an alternative to, XYZ? like, yeah. whatever?" And she totally would get online right away and then give me suggestions. Um, I can do that. I should do that so that you you're not sitting and sulking that you can still do things. The other thing I was thinking of when you were talking about movies is the drive-in theaters have gone crazy. We've done that. <laughs> with concerts and, and regular movies. How fun is that? I haven't been to a drive-in in years and years and to have them open now, it's just, and uh, you know there's a, a big hotel chain that does that in their parking lots mm-hmm. and just has this huge screen up. So there are innovative ways out there to still have fun, to still do what you love, yet in a different way. It's okay, it's good, it's different, but, you know, just you have to wrap your brain around trying to figure those things out.
0: Well, and Jam brings up a good point. There are so many people out there already doing all the hard work for you. Right? Just get on there and Google it, find something, and like I said, use the keywords of the things that were special to you. I think we want to we want to focus too much on the fact that COVID caused this or this caused that. Before all of this happened, we were always looking for new and exciting things to do. It's no different now. You know, and that's the thing that I think is really important is how you frame this. Mm -hmm. The trick I've found is to treat um, the things... I don't want you to focus on the negative things. I want you to focus on the wonderful new things that you can do. We did wonderful new things before all of this, and we can still do wonderful Mm -hmm. new things now. Exactly. You take your special things and you find a way to make them fit in the circumstances that we're in. So I like, again, I don't like the phrase the new norm because it just feels like we're settling into what it is. You know, it just sounds, it just sounds heavy to me. And so instead of finding a new norm, find a way to make your norm uniquely wonderful. Find a way to take it outside of the box. You would have done that anyway. Just like when I go to Disneyland, I always Mm -hmm. find a new adventure or a new thing to try or a new restaurant. That's no different now. I love that (laughs) saying what you said, a uniquely, uh, your new norm, you make it uniquely wonderful. That is so amazing. I love that. And it's just flipping the words around. And like I said, and by doing that, you allow yourself not to focus, like Jan said, on the negative side of it. Don't focus on what's wrong and what's not what it used to always be before. Focus on what can make it wonderful mm-hmm. and what can make it unique and right. different and special to you. There's a um, Irish proverb, which I'm sure most of you have probably heard, and credits as to who originally said it go all across the map. So I apologize if I'm not crediting the right person. but the, the this, And this is pinned up on my um, bulletin board at home, and it's, you've got to dance like there's nobody watching love, like you'll never be hurt. Sing like there's not like, there's nobody listening and live like it's heaven on earth. And the quote attribute that I'm going to give is for William W. Perky. Um, I, I love that. I mean, everything about that, I think that applied prior to now. And I think it applies now Mm Stop worrying about what was normal, what is normal, what the new normal is. Take that out of your vocabulary and just focus on dancing like nobody's watching and yeah. loving like you've never been hurt and singing like nobody's listening. Live like it's heaven on earth. And I don't think I can better quote that than it's that. It's amazing. It's great. <laughs> so, with that said, I think I'm just going to leave you with that. Um Join the conversation, get on our social media platforms. You can find our handles or be encouraged 411 for Facebook and Instagram get on there and tell us what normals you're missing. It's not that I'm sitting here saying that we don't miss our normals. I absolutely know that's real, but how can we frame it to make it better? Give us your ideas. What are you doing? Maybe there's something I want to try. And trust me, I will. Yeah. <laughs> um, we love having the conversation with you. We love being here with you. And you can always find us at theencouraged.com. Um, check out, like I said, our podcast, or well, obviously our podcast you're on, but check out our YouTube channel. Check out our social media sites. Join us in the conversation. Thank you for being here and we will talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.